Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. We're back. That's another week with Laura and Bridget. What's up, lady? Hey. Getting a little snow up here. Just trying to stay warm. OMG. I'm, it's super cold here, actually, too. Super, super cold. And apparently it's supposed to definitely hit freezing tomorrow night so i have like my tomato plant is in my kitchen right now because i hadn't i hadn't planted it yet so i was like you know what i'm just gonna keep it inside for another week you can stay warm here every winter my husband brings in all his plants he keeps a lot in potted plants that can't handle the winter right as soon as it starts getting cold which was a couple months ago my house is completely filled up with all his plants and they drop all their leaves everywhere and he waters them and leaves nasty water in the bottom. Yeah. I love his plants. <laughs> I'm glad I have tile, like all tile floors downstairs because as I continue to build my garden, I'm sure that that's going to happen quite a bit at my house. So hopefully I can just, you know, set it up for success from the jump somehow. There you go. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. That'll be the goal. Plants. So, uh, what's your strain of the day today? What you smoking on? Well, I have actually just still a little old um, strains I have around, but I have something cool as my strain of the day to talk about. Today. Ooh, what is it? So, um, as you know, I write for Cannabis Cactus Magazine. Right. I had a visit from the editor yesterday to talk about some stuff coming up, and they're getting ready to go to Spain. And Ooh, exciting. He brought me, and I and I wanted to wait until we talked this morning to open it up. He brought me Durban Poison Terpene Blend. Mm. So this is not a THC product, however. Interesting. Okay. I do have a bong here loaded of, uh, I believe it's caramel ice from High Mountain Health. Uh huh. Delicious, stanky, tasty, uh, indica leaning. Pretty indica y. So I'm opening this package. So this Durban Poison Terpene is from Extra Laboratories, and I believe they're based down near you. So is this like, like, does it look like a shatter or a glass or like, what a is this? Bottle. It's a bottle of liquid terpene. Okay. It's a one milliliter bottle, full spectrum organic terpene blend. So I'm going to open it up. And we'll find out. They, more. I want to know if it's an oil or like what kind yeah. of liquid it is. And he said, basically, it was super, super concentrated to put like one drop in a bottle of water. One drop, huh? And then, woo, that's strong. What does it smell like, or what is? What do you mean strong? Did you taste it? What are you talking about? Holy cow! Okay. See, we don't have video here. You got to remember. I know, I know. I didn't expect to get that strong of a whiff. So I just—it's a tiny little one milliliter dark brown glass bottle, and the Durban Poison terpene profile is gas and lemon and it's almost like a almost kind of like when you open a lemon cleaner oh okay potency but it's it's more cannabisy it's got that definite that diesel yeah diesel and lemon man it smells it's, it does really smell like if you opened a super super stanky bag of durban poison amazing interesting grab a bottle of water and but it's it. not derived from cannabis or it is i actually don't have all that detail it says Mm. wait a minute organic terpene blend full spectrum i would assume that it was derived from cannabis but just doesn't have any thc correct 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 interesting 
or I'll pull it up on the internet here too. I was thinking, and I asked him about it, and he, I was, I said, so like, what if I had, you know, some old cannabis laying around, and it it was still effective. It just wasn't really any fun to smoke because it didn't smell or taste good. Right. Um, you could put like a drop of this in there, and give it a little refresh, huh? Right. Give it a little. A little smell taste boost. Hmm. It's almost like having like vanilla in cookies. You know, you've got vanilla extract around. I think this is sort of like terpene extract. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So then I guess you could make your, but it'd just be a matter of now to find out, does it have like expanded effects so that we could see how much of the effects are from terpenes and how much of the effects are from the cannabis or the THC or other, I guess, other compounds? Because there's, you know, so many. Who knows? Right. And then I'm also thinking like vape pens. Oh, yeah. They're already doing that, I think. They're already adding terpenes to vape pens right now. This is strain-specific scent, though, I'm thinking. Right. Would be. Are they getting... That's where... All right, so... Extra laboratories. I've pulled them up online. And a few more. Enjoy our full spectrum. Terpene blends. They start with organic botanical terpene formulations, which are then infused with organic hemp-derived terpenes. Elevate your session with our full spectrum lineup and experience a true flavor profile with noticeably body effects interesting so the one I got was diesel let's look that one up. oh nope there it is I see dirt and poison and click on that so it's going to tell you now what you should expect to, to experience introducing our full spectrum lineup Formulated using actual hemp terpenes with zero THC. Each ultra complex profile uses over 100 different terpenoids to create a full spectrum experience. Turn your oil into the full spectrum relief. Interesting. Oh, I wonder if you could. With these strain-specific terpene blends, you can add some punch to flavorless extracts, jazz up your favorite juice, or even enjoy your home essential oil mister. Could you imagine? Wow. <laughs> like slipping dropping Granny's mister. Right. <laughs> Too funny. Um, ditch the ABCs and bring your product lines up to the next level with our premium terpene blends. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I would be interested. I mean, I guess I don't know, but it'd be interesting to see like the actual like lab results. Like what? I want to know everything, you know, like how are you extracting these exactly? And how are you then changing them? I mean, yeah, maybe it's just beyond my scientific abilities. That's all right. I'm not a scientist, Definitely but no I still like feel a lot of questions, you know, inside of me, like, eh, I don't know. That's a lot. You're doing a lot right now. <laughs> There's no synthetics, no PEG, PGs, VGs, MCTs, non-GMO, food grade, manufactured and formulated in the U.S. Interesting. So anyways, that's my awesome day is and i will let y'all know we'll put a link to yeah. um, let's see how the results for you i want to know very interesting and then the, the specific terpenoids aren't listed in there but i'm sure we can get more information very cool very cool product they're doing some cool shit out there bridget yeah we've talked a lot about terpenes and how they're such an important part of so you know important. the benefits people get and the truth is um we also believe that THC itself has some very good medical properties as well as CBD and, and all these other things. But, you know, the more people get informed about what it is in their uh, food and the other things that they put into their body uh, that's affecting them, the better. Right. And terpenes are in everything, as we've discussed or in not in everything, I shouldn't say, but they're in, you know, majority of like uh 
you know, fruits and vegetables and different things, uh, you know, from nature, so to speak. Essential oils, you know, that's right. all what that's all about. Right. Same, same kind of science. Yeah. Well, awesome. I am on my normal, normal uh, recording day shtick, which is, you know, I'm smoking a Dutchie. It's so nice and easy. That's my strain of the day. So this one, though, I'm trying a new one that I've never tried before. before. It's oh, called Oracle. Oh, I had that one once. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they say it's like a 50-50 hybrid, which, yeah, it feels that way to me. Uh, it's called the Oracle, which makes me think that I should feel real wise when I'm smoking it. But I can't lie. I haven't yet uh, discovered any wisdom in me while smoking Oracle. Uh, no so, yeah. You're not getting messages from the great beyond? Mm, no, or- not per se. No. But, you know, it's a nice relaxing, uh, but not couch lock type of type of blend uh, strain, it feels like. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's nice. I shared a couple Dutchies with uh, the Cannabis Cactus editor was up in Sedona this weekend. Nice. And um, bringing me some magazines. And we shared, he brought me a Dutchie. A little candy land. Yeah. And so we were sitting on the couch and we shared one and he left me one. Nice. This is a sexy sativa. And <laughs> like when he opened the package. Right. Marketing for that particular strain. Right. That's how they've done it. And it worked. And I, well, I said, and he's, he goes, I wonder if it really is. And he takes a couple puffs. I think it is kind of a sexy sativa. I think they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Right, but, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I could see, uh, I, you know, I like it, but I, their branding for it was just fantastic. I mean, really. A, and, yeah. you know, they just went the right direction with that for sure. It's a fun one. It's nice to see it pop up. Yeah. Always... Cool. All right. Well, let's come back with them in a minute with our uh, big news of the day. And boy, don't we have some big news today, right? We have a big announcement coming up right after the break, don't we, uh, Miss Laura? We do have a special news story of the day today. All righty. We'll talk to you all in a minute. So, our big news today. Do we have, like, drum roll? Drum, drum. No, I don't have a drum roll. I'm not that I cool. Either. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> have big news my husband and i have decided well that in and of itself is big news to retire from the restaurant business yeah big news big news because you know your husband is a a certified workaholic certifiable certified yeah and uh he doesn't necessarily use that terminology (laughs) but all all his ex-wives have right (laughs) um but that is not the biggest part of my news we have decided to sell all our worldly possessions and move to porto portugal what oh my god oh i know i know we just finally told our family recently wanted to kind of give them (laughs) a heads up first and then uh Sort of told a few people within our uh, inner circle friend-wise. And then we made it official yesterday to the rest of the world. You guys are getting it on the podcast a little later than the rest of the world, but that's okay. Because, I mean, you know. Yeah. If you know us, you know us. You already know. It's all relative. It's all relative. Everybody's finding out right now. Exactly. (laughs) Right now at the same moment in time. It's been very bizarre going through all our um, possessions and realizing. Like, first you're like, yeah, let's do this. And then you're like, oh, shit. And then you're like, yeah. (laughs) It just keeps bouncing back and forth. Right. Now, out of the oh, shit moments, but. Going so are you really? Because I was wondering if you might have a few more oh shit moments once you kind of like broke the news to the world, you know? Because, yeah, I'm a little inner circle, so I might have knew some some ideas were a brewing uh, yeah. just a minute before other people. But now the whole world knows. So no oh shit moments in that moment? Or were you already so far past uh, 
any doubt that it was just like easy breezy. Yeah. So far past, I think at that point, um, it's been months and months. I would say I started researching a retirement options at least a year ago, at least if not a little farther back. So I knew we were going to eventually need to retire. I knew my husband who's going to be 69 this year, um, couldn't keep up at his current pace. And right. So retirement, however, was quite the challenge financially. Um, the restaurant business is, you know, glamorous and fun and has, has served us well, but it's not a huge, um, put, put a lot of money in the bank when you operate out of a, a older building that requires lots of repairs and maintenance and upkeep. And right. So that's not going to be how we retire. So I had to find, I kept looking at towns everywhere and um, knowing, you know, a limited income, you know, we were going to try to find some way to retire on his social security income, which there was no way we could do in the U.S. Um, That was my final um, conclusion. My health health insurance alone is $1,200 a month. Um, So... There's a couple towns, you know, you can afford to live in, but then we couldn't do anything else. We'd never be able to vacation or travel. or So we started looking at Portugal. Um, one of my stepdaughters was talking about maybe moving to Portugal at some point, and I hadn't really thought about Portugal before. I'd been there a few times. So... I basically, so all I really know about Portugal is like, okay, Brazilians speak Portuguese... And it's a lot of beach there, right? Beach? Beach. You know, the, oh. well, the ocean, I guess. So yeah. beach is different than ocean, but like, you know, ocean front. Well, over the course of the past year, I have learned a great deal about Portugal. Mm. Um, of course, not not enough yet, but... Right. The, Portugal's the size, basically, of Indiana. Okay, okay. Three. So if you can visualize Indiana. So you've been in training for Portugal while you were in Sedona because, you know, Sedona has that small town vibe. And it sounds like Portugal might have a lot of areas with a similar small town vibe. For sure. And I'm not going to be moving to one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had my small town experience. It's lovely. I need I need more. This is She's little like, give me the city. Give me a city. Um, you know, and Sedona's great. I don't drink. Um, that's definitely a big hobby here. Um, I don't hike because I can't be in the sun. So that's a big thing here. I don't do right. yoga because I just don't do yoga. I'm not big on the exercise trend either. Right. I've also been, you know, working with a chronic illness for 20 years. So exercise at some point was just getting shit done around the house. Right. Um, so able to get out of bed and move. Yeah, unless you're really looking for seclusion, I don't know. It's just this. Just what it's been a wonderful town for five years. It's been a wonderful place to be. It's just not where I want to retire, um, because I would just be bored. Because right. we don't do the activities that are very abundant here. If you're a hiker, boy, this would be the you know heaven of mecca and places. Yeah. But- we really love Europe. Um, we got married in Greece. We've probably taken, I don't know, eight trips to Europe since we've since we got married in 2004. Love it. Um, and we really travel well together. So we thought maybe if we were um, located in Portugal as our home base, even, you know, an Airbnb is like 30 bucks a night. Nice. In- you know, another country so we could get on a train for 30 bucks and right. spend for 30 bucks. Go to Germany for Oktoberfest. I mean, if you are going to bother to drink beer, it might as well be in Germany at Oktoberfest. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it, that's all I'm saying. And go to Spanibus Festival in March. I plan on being there right. next month. My goal. My uh, friends are going this year. Go to and, Amsterdam uh, for the uh, tulip blooming hell i'll be there for the harvest festival the cannabis cup they still have one it's just not high times i don't think anymore i think they right. just kept it cool. yeah. but yeah 
on the train and just go to Amsterdam just for a couple days. Whereas if we were based in the U.S., we'd have to save up for years to be able to afford to even get to Europe. For sure. So, yeah. I love it. Can't wait. I know you're going to get a small spot, but just make some good friends quickly that have larger spots because housing's expensive. I want to have a bed to sleep on while I'm there. That's all I want. Really, There you go. It's not a lot of tasks. That's all. But um, I want to stay for like a month. Okay. Got it. Oh, cost just of living. Put that on the list. You got it. <laughs> it may not be in our first apartment. It may have to it's be. All the right. Second. That's okay. We, you know what I'm saying. Wherever it falls in our future, I'm good with it. You know what I'm saying. My timeline is easy. <laughs> we're definitely getting the people signing up. I mean, the things that. So the town we're looking at is called Porto, and it is like a 20 minute bus ride, 10 minute bus ride to the Atlantic Ocean. Nice. Basically, the whole country's on the Atlantic Ocean. It's all—it's like California almost. Right. And the town we're looking at is the second largest in the country. Lisbon is the capital, although not the official capital. It has just been the capital. It's never proclaimed. Um, well, and you know what I thought was the most interesting thing you've shared with me along the way is the sidewalk art. Oh, so the, gorgeous. They have these black and white sidewalks that are... You know, I mean, they're they're built. The art like is built in. Yeah, like mosaic tile. Yeah. Side. What's the name? Of, where is that at? That's in Porto or where is that at exactly? They're everywhere in Portugal. Oh, we saw them in. There's an island between North Africa and Portugal called Madeira. That yeah. is a Portuguese island. Portugal is like one of the oldest countries ever. I love I it. It became a country in 1194 and then a bunch fighting with Spain and North Africa and stuff. But awesome. um, the town is a World Heritage Site. But this particular island, we went once. It's Madeira. And that's where we first saw the sidewalks. And I literally wanted to come home and mosaic all my sidewalks. I love it. Then we saw them again. We've been to Lisbon and then we've been to another island that's in... Off the coast, it's actually like a thousand miles off the coast of northern Portugal called the Azores or the Azores. Oh, yeah. And that. it feel, felt like that whole country was kind of done in just black and white, not just the sidewalks, but the buildings were white with black trim. And, wow. And then they, it, the whole. That's kind of spooky. I, it was, was be- it beautiful in a beautiful way. They really did it pretty. Amazing. And it's, it's, um, basically like it's a volcanic island so it's like hawaii but in the atlantic it's very cool it's gonna be so much so (laughs) our listeners might wonder though like okay so why is this big news you know like why does this pertain to us but i'm guessing that you guys can kind of guess obvi uh laura is not gonna stop using cannabis for her wellness she moves on into retirement you know like there's a lot of us right now. I mean, I have some other friends. I think I've mentioned it before, getting ready to move to Ghana. And, you know, people are exploring the world a little more freely right now and with a little more uh, openness to a more permanent uh, move, you know, yeah. so to speak. And, um, and so, obviously, this is probably something that we, we're guessing some of you guys have thought about. You know, you guys are probably talking with your family about, like, oh, do we want to stay here? Do we want to travel? If so, what are the implications? You know, like, how what comes along with that if cannabis is your main, you know, medicine or one of your main medicines? Like, how do you, you know, move across the world with that? So... We are going to get to join you, Laura, on your adventure across the planet and um, hopefully, uh, you know, learn a lot about the process as we go because there's so many details from top to bottom. I mean, like we were talking the other day, like detail one right now is purging everything. Okay, what all do you bring? Like Avi, your collection of... 12 glass pipes that you've carried around from this house to that house are not going to follow you to Portugal, right? So, my rooster ball, the roo- he wants my rooster. Everybody yeah. wants the rooster, you know the what rooster- I'm saying? Oh, the rooster can't go to Portugal with me. I actually had one. It's a funny story with the purging because I have this one small closet. Our goal is to just go with what we can carry. 
Um, we may have one suitcase that if someone's going to come, I have, I have a guess of who's going to be the first person to visit. Um, and I might leave him with a suitcase of some keepsake stuff that we don't have to have that if he comes, he could bring kind of thing. Right. So I have this one closet and one of my first things was to go around and, and grab a few things I really wanted. And then I, I have my wardrobe that I intend to bring in that closet. Right. So, and it's a little tiny closet and I have like one, I think 31 inch suitcase is my plan. So it's not going to fit a rooster girl. It's not going to fit a rooster. I have this super cool travel bong that I've never used. I was with you when you purchased it. So you know which one I mean. So it has, it has a grinder. It has a storage thing. It has a lighter. It has a paper holder. It comes apart. It puts together. It's fucking cool. Yeah. I love this thing. So I, I've had that since the get-go in my closet. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was over, one of my kids, and she's like, oh, are you taking that? I'm thinking, well, it's never been used. It's perfect. It's yeah. the one I should. Um, since then, oh, <laughs> I have we decided. have a development, folks. Yes. I have decided that that is a huge, big old flag in my stuff. Even if it's clean and even if it's never been used, it feels to me and trust I'm going to be able to find a bomb. It wasn't super, super tiny, was it? It was just kind of like all, you know, compartmentalized. It just like puts all its stuff together. But but it's not. It's about the size, maybe of a small wine bottle. Yeah. But it's also someone going through your suitcase would never look at me and go, oh, that girl's a stoner. We need to we need to look a little closer at custom rehearsal. But a giant bong, whether or not it's a deconstructed bong in a box, right. it's still a bong, which still sends up a, a a signal, which, again, I'm not worried about, but unnecessary. Well, here's the question. What about your, your you have two PAX devices that I know of, but I'm going to talk about your first PAX device, which was the vaporizer, the one that vapes flour. Yep. Can yep. that one clean out enough or can you replace parts of that so that you could put the electronic pen in luggage and have it be very, very discreet? Or is it basically once it's used, it's probably going to have, you know, a hard time being completely clean? I feel like it would be a hard thing. I do believe you can replace the drop-in basket. I have an older model, right. so I'm not positive about that particular model. But I think the newer ones, you could take the basket out and replace it. I know you could take the filter out of the bottom of mine and replace it. You could alcohol swab it. I still feel like you know what it's like to try to get residue off a glass. Yeah, exactly. And this thing's black, so you'd never really know what you did or didn't get. Right. I was just wondering mostly if that section was removable in any kind of way. Like if it was, you know, like. It pops right into the battery. Separate from each other. Got you. Uh Uh-huh. And then my other thing is with um, with that particular idea is you couldn't check it because batteries are the big flag. People are getting in trouble for checking batteries, like e-cigarette batteries. Those need Not to be carried true. home with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then you have, you know, whether or not you want to have that on your person. But are some airlines also, so you have to have it in your checked, I mean, in your carry-on. Right, something like that. You got to put it in your purse or whatever. Right. Batteries. Uh, the battery, right? But are airlines able to say, "Hey, you can't carry that on as well"? Can they have another stop? Have you heard of something like that? Because I've seen a policy to that effect for an airline, and I was like, mm, "How are you gonna not let me have one on my carry-on or in my check bag when I can get through TSA with it in my carry-on?" Yeah, the individual airlines would have to find it or find you using it, I think, to get get you, you know, in trouble. Got you. Okay. Chat amongst That's really their concern. I need to open my door. <laughs> the dogs. The dogs got to go out for a moment. He's so good. He just does one bark. Like, right, yo. Like, hey, open the door, yo. Yo. I need to go out in that snow. It was. So, I opened the door this morning in my littlest rescue. He's 17 years old. I opened the door this morning at like 7 a.m. to let them go out. 
And he walked to the edge of the sidewalk and saw the snow and went, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I'm mad about this right now. He, he was because uh, he's so tiny. You know, the rest of the dogs, it just gets their feet. But but he gets he, he it gets him right in the belly. <laughs> Poor Chico. I Chico. feel it, man. I would also not in any way want to wake up first thing in the morning and go out and walk oh. in my bare feet on some snow and squat my little cold booty over some cold snow. No, uh-uh. right? I feel it. I feel it. Right into. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. So anyway, yes, I think I've decided to gift that to the. To the child that had requested it, That's back nice. to the portable bong story. There's, um, we all have this vision of Europe as being so different, and you've been, I've been, yeah. I know it's no different. Um, there'll be plenty of places for me to buy glass. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or whatever other, you know, I can go or back to soda or can whatever you need do for the first week. Yeah. Uh, so I've decided I've opted to bring. Not to bring any kind of equipment of that sort. Because well, and right from the beginning, you chose a country that has already yes. made some pretty big advances in terms of decriminalization, as it's well for- as they do have a medical cannabis program. Now, it's still not legal to grow your own at home in Portugal, right? It is in Spain, which is right next door. Gotcha. In Portugal, they have decriminalized all drugs. Right. You, they will not arrest you for drugs. Right. You can have on your person up to 10 doses right. of your preferred substance, whether it's heroin, crack, fentanyl, cannabis. It doesn't right. matter. A 10-day um, supply. Correct. Right. And Above that, if you're found with more than that, then you're issued a citation and you have to be, you know, like... Now, is that true, like, in your house, too? Or does that mean possession? Does that mean, like, you're carrying that much around? It's basically caught. So Right, because unless they're coming into your house and bugging you in your house, why are you going to get caught in your house with some extra stuff, right? Come and look. I think it it works out to 25 grams. I was looking at it and I was like, well, that's not even a whole ounce. I mean, I go buy an ounce, you know, all the time, which is just a little bit more than 25 grams. But um, just so I don't have to go back again for, you know, a while. Because we also have two card patients, two patients in my home. I have uh, memories of the days when it was 12 plants per patient and two and a half ounces per patient right so steve at that time he had a card for because he was growing it was just easier and plus we had we got an ounce a week for volunteering back then it still blows oh my goodness right but when he didn't he didn't partake but if he had his card he still got the ounce a month for working so i had all this right i had all this weed to cook with and to learn with and to practice with and when we moved, I had all these cereal boxes. <laughs> I was like, this feels weird. It's like I put an empty box away and I'd look inside. There'd be like an ounce of weed stuffed in the cereal, empty cereal box. Cause I had so much, I didn't know what to do with it. Right. Back in the day. Not anymore. Back in the day. So you yeah, have that much, but now you still, if you had that much again, I mean, would you still not know what to do with it or would it be pretty easy to figure out what to do with it now? I'd just cook it up and probably put it in the freezer while it was still, you know, instead of waiting for it to get old. Exactly, cook. huh? Because it's like, oh, you learn these these waves of extra, extra, extra cannabis in your life don't always last that long. Amen. And they do eat better. You know, you can capture the value of it earlier in its lifespan yeah. instead of waiting four years for it to be dried powdery crap this is an interesting little conversation for me because you know we just had the february uh, the uh sorry chinese lunar new year happen at the beginning of february right and it is now the year of the pig i am a i want to say i'm a snake is that what i am yeah i think i'm dang now i forget i think i might be a snake but anyways long story short uh my kind of like Chinese fortune 
so to speak. I don't even know the right words to use, so I apologize if I'm in any way being disrespectful. But long story short, yeah, the forecast for me was uh, basically this is a good year for a lot of people. Things are finishing up. It's the last year of the Chinese Zodiac, all this stuff. Uh, And it's a great year for a lot of the signs except my sign, right? For my sign, it's a good year and a lot of success is going to come. A lot of things are going to come to fruition that, you know, I've been working on all this time. They say, but you better save your money. Don't spend it. You need to put it away. You need to save it. You need to stack chips. You need to like, like store everything. So if if a lot of extra uh, cannabis comes into my life, I hear what you're saying. Cook it and freeze it, right? So can glycerin freeze? Because I like to make the tincture, but I mean, glycerin is just good in a bottle for how long? I wonder, indefinitely? I haven't had any go bad yet, but I don't know if I've had it a long, you know, I've had it around right. for a month or two. I haven't had any problem. Right. If the, the glycerin, the, the key to the lifespan of your tincture would be ensuring that there is no plant matter because that's what's going you know, tr- maybe triple filtering if you intend on storing yeah, yeah, yeah. a coffee filter, one of those yeah. gold coffee filters that you yeah, can get. I the- do actually strain very, very well in mine. Yeah. And I don't get real crazy if I'm just going to go through it in a month. Yeah. Um, it just depends on the size of the batch. But if you do want to maintain it, the key would be to keep the plant matter out. Because if anything is going to grow anything, it'll be the plant matter in there. Huh. Interesting. But it's, you know, we, you know, you, the temperatures at which it, it bakes and cooks and it, you know, your risk is pretty low yeah. of it, of it going off on you. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. And then, so back to the, um, Porto or Portugal, Portugal was named after the town of Porto. Get it? Porto. Oh, hey, yeah. Well, um, which is, you know, Portuguese but, for port or the you know, the uh, medical program just passed in 2018. So the exciting part right. is a new medical program and maybe I can stick my toe in there somewhere. That's right. kind of cool. So you can actually learn about and maybe even become a patient of their medical program. Get your stuff from a dispensary directly, you know, and we can learn all about it with you. Yay. Apparently, Portugal has been growing a commercial crops of cannabis for a very long time, but for other markets, not for their own consumption. Yeah, uh, I have some, you know, we always like pull up kind of recent stories to talk about on our podcast. Of course, we had this big news and it's probably taken up all our time. But that was one of the interesting little things I was going to bring up is these top four statistics lately. Uh, And it was showing that basically North America, the whole of North America, that includes Canada, it's only the fourth largest cannabis consumer market because Europe, you know, Europe, Asia and Africa are all ahead of us in terms of like, yeah, it's happening over there. That's going to be the exciting thing. And what what, uh, my friend that was visiting yesterday mentioned um, to me uh, is that Spain has decided that they want to show Europe how legalization is done. Love it. His words, not mine. However, um, that being literally Madrid. So the magazine I write for has an office in Phoenix, which is about an hour and a half drive from here. So a three-hour round trip if I need to go to Phoenix. Right. When I go to Portugal, um, a lot of people don't know the magazine is produced – out of Madrid, which will be, it's one way, but a four hour train ride from where we'll be living. Right. Um, and then Madrid also has cannabis social clubs that you can basically just with your signature become a member and get your cannabis from the social club, basically like the old co ops here. Right. So that'll be fun to explore and report on. That's my plan, my initial plan for. My cannabis when we arrive is meet up with the magazine producers there and be introduced to the social club. We kind of have a little bit of something like that trying to happen in Phoenix, a social club, which is uh, Dom. You've heard of this place, Dom, where there's there have been several of the different types of meetings there along the way from different cannabis groups. But the idea is it's a, a consumption friendly place. 
Uh, and they happen to also offer delivery to that location. I mean, you can get delivery to any location, honestly, but they have a delivery service and so you can get delivery to their location. So they're not a dispensary. You can't go there to a counter and choose some stuff, but you can make a phone call or text message or talk to somebody and get a delivery of your medicine from, you know, the local dispensary so that you can enjoy it there with your friends and whoever yeah. else, which I think I, it's I kind of like, idea. I but think man, we make it hard. I think this is more dispensary ish uh -huh. and less consumption lounge, but gotcha. Dom is super cool. They still offer spa services as well. Yeah, yeah, they have, you know, some different estheticians in there offering different yeah. services and they have like a comedy night or, you know, sometimes it's a band or whatever and they do different events and, uh, you know, I think they have, I think they're open sometimes for some co-working and stuff. So, yeah, they're just a little far away from me, unfortunately. That's the only hard part is they're kind of like right in the center of everything, right in the middle of, of town. Which is and you are not most people. Yeah, but I'm on the far east side, you know, so yeah, it's yeah. like, hmm, do I want to fight traffic into town to, you know, go sit somewhere and smoke cannabis with other people? Yes. But, you know, like fight traffic into the middle of town to do that somewhere else instead of just, you know, doing it at my house here. Yeah, need, definitely <laughs> needs to move to the outskirts of town. <laughs> needs to be an event to make it worthwhile. It really does. I need to be able to see some other people. You know what I'm saying, and uh, be like, yeah, we're meeting there. So it's great for that. Well, it'll be exciting to report on the adventures, and I'm sure there'll be some adventures in my getting out of here <laughs> to report on this yeah. season. And I probably. So um, what did you, so what did you, you just decided basically your long-term decision now, or your, not long-term, but your decision yeah. right now for the move is basically leave all your equipment behind and what, you're going to travel with maybe a little, some liquids of some sort or something that's very, you know, whatever, we'll f find out more later, but basically you're going to leave everything behind and buy new stuff when you get there, huh? Yep. 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 That's the plan. And Sounds like a good plan, I think. Everything's there. Yeah. Um, I remember when we were in Spain years and years ago, um, we got we we were able to buy pot seeds just at the it was like a corner souvenir shop. Right. You know, they, like Spain stuff. They had a counter with, yeah. you know, Amsterdam quality seeds. Right. Uh, I think they ended up being a strain in the grow that ended up getting raided in phoenix but that'll be in my book i think that whole story <laughs> right but, but you can you know i i'm pretty sure they had bongs and pipes in there and right. that was like around the corner from our hotel in barcelona exactly. so i don't think it's going to be a hard find no i mean you can honestly get a little glass piece at a gas station here even half the right. time you know right. uh, i'm sure that you can find something similar if not they always have cigarette papers available. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's always yeah. got cigarette papers. So Absolutely. Uh, and apparently Portugal is a smoking country still. There's not a lot of... It's... I feel like all of Europe, you know, is still pretty smoky from what I, you know... Yeah, more so than here for sure. Right, but right. I'm fine. It won't bother me. Yeah. won't bother me. I, will I mean, it's my... a lot of outdoor living, you know? It's a lot yeah. of outdoor living. Even, even a little cafe or whatever... Yeah, it might be an indoor place, but it's going to have like a garage door opener opening. That's one wall is, you know, like it just opens to the air and boom, you're in out indoor outdoor living. Yeah, a lot uh, of these little towns in Portugal, the the tables are basically all out on the street. There yeah, exactly. Yeah. The kitchen is the only thing inside. All they're doing in there is kit is cooking, yeah. Yep. Put up yep. some some tents maybe or some little umbrellas possibly and boom, that's your restaurant. Absolutely. <laughs> That's I've watched a lot of videos in the last year. <laughs> not so to imply that it's simple, honestly. I'm not implying that. But my point is it's a lot of open air. So it's not like a, a smoking community where you're – it's not like, you know, how casinos no. are. Honestly, I can't stand going through casinos, you know. That and, stinky. Uh, yeah. 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 No. It'll be fun. It's definitely going to be a whole big – it'll be great. You know, part of my – 
thinking behind this as well. And Steve's too is, you know, like you said, he he's worked. That's all he's done. That's all he's known. It's always right. been his first thought. You know, this is a guy who puts his feet on the floor and he's like, I gotta go. Gotta go. Like I, Time for work. Even on his days off, he's like, I gotta go check in. I gotta go check up on something. Right. So, so retirement in general, like for the life of me, couldn't. Like I was thinking, oh, maybe we need to get a camper so he has something to fix, <laughs> you know, and just drive around. We have a lot of kids. We'll just drive yeah, around. Yeah, like just- how long did it really take you to, you know, decide on Porto, you think? I mean, that was probably at least a year-long <laughs> process of back and forth that, that I recall just talking about it and stuff. Yeah, friends. yeah. finally getting to the, the final details and then getting him um, – not so much, you know, he was part of the, you know, the whole thought process of where and how. Of course. But it, you can't really say but to not him. Not the details, huh? Well, not all of them, yeah. Because yeah. I can't say to him, you, I, I, actually I can. I will, I will relay a conversation that we had either last night or this morning. It's all a blur. Anyways, he said something to me. He's like, giving me shit. Basically, he's go. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna need a hobby when we get to Portugal." I said, "You're gonna be my hobby in Portugal." (laughs) And I, because I think people have given him shit about needing a hobby. Uh, Of course. Uh, And so that went into a. I have a hobby. It's called Mama's Baked. (laughs) Oh my god! It's it's yeah. He's only interested in chit chatting if I open my computer. So right. that's that's our relationship. So I I have convinced him that you know a I picked we've picked I've picked I lean towards something different because I think it'll be easier transition for him to toss in the challenge. He's not going to be thinking about what am I going to do when I'm bored when he doesn't even know how to order off the menu. Do you know what I mean? Like know. a day of figuring out how to go to the bank is going to be exhausting for both of us. So. I just think it'll be an easier way for him to not work. I know that he really enjoyed. Yeah, because he's going to have to work. So you're just making his lifestyle be a work for him that you can also enjoy along the way. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's the logic. And then um, just enough challenge to take up time. Not too challenging to present any really very major risks. All the foundation is handled. (laughs) And then he is really a creative being. Um, He's great with the numbers. He's great with operations of the restaurant. That's his thing. I'm more the creative side. Right. But when we travel, he's the one that has taken some of the more beautiful photos of the sun hitting a certain thing or so he has that side of him and he's never all the trips we've taken. Most of the time we get up in the morning, we go out without a plan. We wander around if something's interesting. We've gone on art museum tours where we've only gone on the tour to skip the line and ditch the tour. The minute we get inside, (laughs) cause we don't want to spend 15 minutes listening about one painting. Mm. We kind of want to go through it in two hours. So, travel like that we're both really on the same same wavelength and he's entertained for days just wandering and just you know well you know what sometimes people pay a lot of money for photos excellent photos that's and i've also teased him and told him that besides being he can develop his i let him use my good camera um yeah exactly i told him he was gonna the whole project of having to learn so you can tell him but this is your job from now until we leave, your job is to become an expert at this fancy camera. <laughs> yes. Learn it. Know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, I, there'll be no talking to him until we leave. <laughs> he, will be, he will be fully consumed. We're in our slow season, and he hasn't stayed home one day this week just because he's got to check on stuff. So, right. yeah. Between now and whenever it is we get out of here, the goal is November. Well, the... I shouldn't say the goal is November. The cutoff date is November. Got you. Yes. That's when I mean, we... let's be honest. When you first were talking to me about this idea, the goal was like three to five years. That was yeah. the first talk. <laughs> right. And I was like, mm, maybe by March. Yeah. 
And now we're at like maybe before the end of the year. We'll yeah. See how it goes. It's good. It's all it's good stuff. And it'll be a good cost of living wise. We can afford that's you know, we can have a whole whole video or I'm sorry, a whole podcast just on the fact that the cost of living there is I believe the average Portuguese citizen lives on eight or nine hundred dollars a month, the equivalent of. That's what their minimum wage equivalent right. Something like that. Right. Um, Steve's going to get a little bit more than that in Social Security benefits. Right. So basically, just on that income alone, we can have a decent to to nice quality of life without um, going anywhere near going over our monthly budget. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be really. That'll be a interesting conversations to have as well. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great to see. You know, it's just going to be fun to follow you along. I mean, now obviously listeners, you know, you're going to have to give us the grace of knowing that as this transpires, our goal will be to continue to bring you guys some content, you know, every Thursday for a season. And then if we need to take a break and then come back every Thursday or whatever for a season, you know, and, and try to give you guys chunks of content but uh uh you know who knows what the next year is gonna really look like or how it's gonna all roll out so we hope you guys just stick with us and enjoy the ride and buckle, uh, <laughs> buckle up and know that maybe a- sometimes we might be a little off schedule because yeah. i mean yeah. you know it might be hard to record from uh skype from the from the ship you know or whatever yeah exactly i had a friend who was hoping to come out for a uh uh, vacation and I said you know that's great we'd love to have you the house just one caveat there there is a chance we don't have a house <laughs> when right? you so hey, just BT dubs yeah but we'll see how they I, I I don't foresee any big breaks this year in our our seasons we'll just see what life brings just see what it brings but brings. in the meantime there's so many little details and uh we'll get to follow along with it it'll be a lot of fun so Yay. And it definitely take a lot of cannabis to get me through this adventure. <laughs> exactly. The cannabis ain't going nowhere. It's going to be there. So, yeah. All right. I think we've talked them to death this week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as they say in Portugal, ciao. Ciao. And as we always say, stay lifted. Stay lifted. Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com.